Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Castology. Welcome to Castology, the freshest of podcast recommendation podcasts. <laughs> I don't How know why you're in there. How good does that work? I got yeah. some bread this morning and it was like fresh. from the bakery and it was just like, you know, that fresh. And it's like sort of a little bit warm on uh, the inside and then like yeah. uber crusty. Crusty on the outside. Yes. Ugh, baker's delight. We okay. are really the fresh delight. bread of podcasts. Mm, we are. Hot tech. We're the sliced Slice bread, bread. podcast. Yeah, actually yeah. someone wrote that in a review. We yeah. are the sliced bread of podcasts. That's it. Hot take. Fresh bread might be the best food ever. Not yeah. a hot take. I agree with the that. Take. Take. Yes. That is, <laughs> the take. That's the, most, the perfect, mm. perfect salt. Do take. you know for dinner when I was in um when I was in Paris, okay. back when we could travel, <laughs> my favorite just toddle off down to the boulangerie. <laughs> the boulangerie. <laughs> It's really funny. Francine, Francine, <laughs> one of your finest bread no. rolls. Une baguette, s'il vous plaît. <laughs> Merci beaucoup. Um, yeah, like honestly, a, a French bread and not just baguette bread, French bread and just several delicatessen meats. Mm-hmm. Charcuterie and Charcuterie. bread. Greatest dinner I ever. Everyone was like, but did you go to all these restaurants? Did you do this? And I'm like, no, I ate fucking bread and meat. Yep. And it was the gra- and a bit of <laughs> cheese. And mm. it was the greatest dinner I ever had. <laughs> 10 billion people fed. No yep. longer. Cause you're just eating that charcuterie board. Let them eat charcuterie. <laughs> <laughs> We're castology. We are. Um, I'm one of your hosts, Nick Bleeker. Across from me is... Zane C. Weber. To my left is... Elizabeth H. Best. And we're here to recommend some podcasts. How exciting. So exciting. Oh, my God. Okay, let's start with recommendations. Zane, let's start with yours. Okay, this week I am, unfortunately for Liz, <laughs> recommending a Dungeons & Dragons podcast. Yeah. Did you see the title of this and go, fuck? Oh, I, the, second I, the second I saw it, I was like, once more with, oh, it's, it's musical based. And then I went, dragons. And I was like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this is this is a COVID-inspired podcast, uh, basically with musical theatre YouTubers and and podcasters and people who work in musical theatre having all this time to do nothing in. I was half right. (laughs) Creating a, it is musical theatre themed Dungeons and Dragons. So the adventure that they're on is happening in a theatre and they're doing musical theatre things. Um, I think it, I think it has more (laughs) in common with dragon friends well i hoped so with dragon in the title you see <laughs> that's how podcasts yeah. work if they have the same word in the title they're identical um and they are all very funny and it is very kind of fast-paced and pun-based and jokey it's not very kind of mechanics and and the game side of things they they do say you don't need to know anything about dungeons and dragons for to enjoy the podcast or anything about musical theater but it is okay, kind of good. set in a theater and that's that's pretty much it. Uh, I think like you can start from the start, or you can kind of jump in. There's not, it's not 
like heavy story based. I feel like I need to start from the start with yeah. with stories like and get to know yeah. the characters, yeah. the the players and the characters. Yeah. I think uh, with any Dungeons and Dragons uh, podcast, I think that is the best way to do it. So start from the beginning. Don't stick with it too long if you don't like it because you will know. Um, <laughs> like it, it doesn't it doesn't change into a different <laughs> podcast in a few episodes. <laughs> it is, uh, but. Uh, the reason I put it on here, even though I know that you don't like Dungeons and Dragons podcasts anymore, is because this is a very entertaining and unique take on Dungeons and Dragons. But you know, I okay. do like musicals as well. Yeah. So yeah. you know, yeah, I'm going to struggle. I think fight to the death yeah. over who wins. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nick doesn't like Dungeons and Dragons or musicals. Well, no, I do like Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I just think I've never vibed with one on podcast. So I think. Have this... you ever? Did you? Were you with us with Dragon Friends or was that no, all Patrick? No, that was whoever that was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no. I don't know. Her. <laughs> um, no, yeah, musical theatre is very much not Dragon my Friends thing. is the one Dungeons and Dragons podcast yeah, that I, I liked, you said, yeah. and then there was another dice roll podcast called Film Reroll that I yeah. really, really enjoyed as well, oh, which say, you yeah. would really like. Yeah, if I was going to say Film Reroll is one that you both have recommended to me yeah, just off yeah. air. So yeah, yeah, cool. All yep, right. so that's it. Once more with dragons, like yeah, like. You, you don't you don't have one episode you'll know whether you can <laughs> okay. stick with this or not um it is it's done o- over the internet because you know they can't COVID, get together of course, yeah. um so it's not as like it's not as vibey as dragon friends is but you can definitely feel that it would be mm. if they were in the room together mm. cool excellent i'm gonna go liz you can go last because i actually Fine. well no but there's a reason for it okay i'll tell you after mine yeah, my recommendation is wild wild tech you know how much I love my technology-based podcasts and yes. tech stuff? Um, this is a relatively new podcast that goes into pop culture um, and how it intersects with technology. So there's episodes about World of Warcraft informing COVID-19 responses, which is very interesting. Please don't go huh. to sleep. It's very interesting. <laughs> don't go is to this, sleep. Is, it, is that based around like that one big event yeah, where there was yeah. an accidental yeah, so, virus? Yeah. Are you saying don't go to sleep because you're worried we will because it's boring or just because I like to sleep a lot? That one. Okay, cool. <laughs> yes. Because when you're sitting there going, don't go to sleep, I'm like, oh, God, is it going to be terribly, terribly boring? Well, no, it's not. This okay, is, good. No, uh, the hosts are, um, are really lovely. They have a really good interplay. I think they're not in the same like room. I think they're doing it via Zoom, but it's very mm. well recorded. But um, a lot of them, um, uh, the two hosts go into basically, there's one with about Animal Crossing and Black Market, which is incredibly interesting. <laughs> um, there's also one of the central questions to one of the episodes is do iPhones spoil TV and movies, which I thought was an interesting question because we do lo- watch a lot of our content on phones, which is technically not really how the creator intended for us to view it. So yeah, it's called Wild Wild Tech. It's very easy to listen to. Like it's not very complex in terms of the technology it dives into. It just sort of goes through interesting stories that relate to pop culture and technology intersecting. Cool. Excellent. Great. Liz. How, how, can I, oh, how, yeah. how long are the episodes? Uh, so they vary. So they're about 35 minutes to 40 minutes okay. pretty much. Yeah. Liz. <laughs> so I love this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so do I. Uh, hey. Sorry. Spoilers. I mean, no, I don't. You haven't listened to it yet. What? All right. So this podcast, I can't. I, I was. I really wanted to do a terrible Michael Caine impersonation, but I'm not going to because no, you have to. it will be bad. I'm doing heist with Michael Caine. No, terrible. Heist. I lost it. Good. Heist is a very hard word to do yeah. a Michael Caine accent. He- heist. 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 It's got that whistle on the ass. With 
With Michael Caine. With Michael, with Michael Caine. Caine. Yeah. We Heist all can't do Michael it. Michael Caine. No, we're all awful. We yeah. all get fired. Mr. Wayne. No. So, <laughs> Sorry. as the name indicates, it's about heists with Michael Caine. <laughs> and by that I don't mean he was on the heists. I mean he talks about them. So, it's basically... He's, you know, he spent his whole career basically playing thieves, criminals, gangsters, anybody who needs a, a, a his particular accent. Um, and he talks about heists. They're great. So he does one on the uh, largest bank burglary in American history, um, which is the first episode. Um, and he just goes through these really cool and, and the best part about it, so... The UK entered lockdown, like, in the middle of him creating this podcast, but he still just, like, finished it. I think it has six episodes. Mm, um, what a pro. Finished, finished doing all the narration and stuff from home, so <laughs> doesn't sound like it, though. It's yeah, still, yeah, still got yeah. schmick-ass production values. Um, it is an Audible original podcast, so, again, at this stage, you have to have an Audible subscription to be able to access the podcast. But there's just something about listening to Michael Caine's voice narrating. It's almost like, you know, the, the heist scene in the movie where they're talking about what's going to go down and you're watching what's going to go down while the person's telling you about mm. it. It's just... And so they interview people that are involved in the heists. Um, they talk to the people who were like the cops at the time, you know, as well as doing the Michael Caine's little narrative thing. And I just really got a kick out of it. It's great. So do you think that this was... Is this a Michael Caine choice did michael kane say i want to make a podcast about heist or is it someone Audible who's like money. i'm going we're making a podcast about heist let's get that's a name. what i feel okay. happened it doesn't feel like it's his pet project and sure. there's really no tie that he has to it other yeah, than he's yeah. played oh. bastards before because <laughs> <laughs> um, i know that audible has done things like pet projects like stephen fry did a victorian yes. language yeah, that's one. Right. He did too, yeah. um and there have been other ones that have been kind of creator based so yeah it was interesting. so well he doesn't have any producer credit or anything so okay. it says it's created by alexis conrand russell finch david britland produced by richard ward and jessica beck cool not in there so i yeah. feel like they've just gone who's a he's really good yeah. yeah and i feel like his voice adds something that any other host wouldn't be yeah. able to add as a little bit of sleaze yeah 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 and that's what you need a, a little bit of, of michael kane yeah. sleaze to start your day <laughs> can you do another do no. i can do it like every time i've tried to do it i do it off air and i sound all right and then as soon as someone puts a microphone in front of me it turns fucking <laughs> it turns into dick van dyke yes. in mary yeah, yeah, poppins yeah. <laughs> like it's just, it's just uh, um, staccato Dick Van Dyke. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Good Ben. Mary Poppins. <laughs> Mary Poppins. <clears throat> I can only do the Master Wayne thing, so that's about it for me. Uh, all right, so uh, should we go over our recommendations again? Zane. Yeah, I recommended Once More with Dragons, which is a musical theatre slash theatre-themed actual play Dungeons & Dragons podcast filled with musical theatre YouTubers and podcasters. Excellent. I recommended Wild Wild Tech, a podcast that talks about the pop culture and technology intersection. And I recommended Heist with Michael Caine, which is Heists with Michael Caine. Okay. <laughs> it's as remembered by the masterminds, detectives, victims, journalists and witness that lived through them and narrated by Michael Caine. Spicy. Yeah. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Michael Caine. Mas- Michael Caine. Mr. Master. No. No. <laughs> We're all We're sorry. Yeah, we just We're so sorry. Just Lucky yeah, he's yeah. white. <laughs> <laughs> all right, sure. We're going to move on to our recommendations from last week, and I want to start with Liz. Okay, so last week 
I recommended the hilarious world of depression. And I don't know why Whee! I say that every time, but it's so that Zane can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> why I say it. That's perfection. So it's a, it's a show about clinical depression with last. You talk to different comedians and, and celebrities where they make fun with, but also get real about their depression. What yep. do we think? I really, really, oh, really, 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 really liked it. Okay, good. He <laughs> oh, had me on a fucking <laughs> like, no, okay, yeah. like I was like, he was going to say yeah, and when he went one more really further, I'm like, oh no, oh, oh wait, <laughs> this going. could turn. <laughs> okay, good. Um, yeah, I think, especially I, I kind of sampled a lot of this podcast, and I have subscribed to it, so I just get that off of the thing. Um, I went back. Uh, and listen to the Paul F. Tompkins one, and then and then I went on a few for a few more, and it, it doesn't get asked as often now. But one of the one of the main questions in the beginning of the podcast was, "Is depression funny?" And they always said yes because they're comedians. But it it it, it really kind of that is a great way of approaching depression. Is like, what is ridiculous about this thing? Because it is ridiculous. I know, it's and some of the real. shit it makes you yeah. do, be, and it's not even real, and it makes you do ridiculous shit yeah and so talking with these people who have gone through similar things and the way that they frame it in this comedic way to have dealt with it or to talk with other people about it it's it's really useful for people who have gone through depression myself included i speak yeah uh so i think this is this is a very strong recommendation even if you don't have depression, I think it would be a struggle to binge because it is very... The topic doesn't change, basically. No. Um, so, like, I, w- I, I wouldn't recommend binging it. That could get a little morose, but I think it's very... If you're feeling down, listening to one of these episodes would probably be a good kind of uh, kind of switch to pick your mood back up again. And even if you're not feeling down, I even when I'm like having no depression mm-hmm. symptoms manifesting at all, um, listening to this helps me help other people who have it. Like when I've got yeah. a friend who's stuck in the mud, there's some really great stuff to be able to make light of the situation without being like, have you just tried exercising more? Or yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. What did you think? Um, look, I think the podcast itself um, is wonderful and I think it's because for me I don't have depression so this helps contextualize quite a lot of what these people go Mm. through Um, the Maria Bamford episode was one that I gravitated to immediately because I knew that she had very severe depression and bipolar um, and that I, I only honestly only listened to that because I was like, okay, yeah, that's yep. a lot. Um, and the way that Maria and the host who I'm blanking on, um, John Mo, both of them had a really wonderful conversation about Maria's time and working out where she was on that sort of spectrum so in the early days her mum just thought that she was gay and not schizophrenic and not bipolar and not everything everything under the sun oh no thank you yeah. you've just got the affliction yeah. of gayness oh you're gay thank god that's um, why you're so fucked up yeah. why is my daughter lighting the the curtains on fire oh don't worry about her she's just she's gay she's gay. gay you know those um, gays always doing crazy shit um and I 
And again, I really want to listen to more of this, but I really want to take my time with it. Yeah. Um, but the way that they talk about it, they frame it in a, in a very comedic way because yeah. they pull from a lot of Maria's um, comedic work where you can see that all of her sort of um, afflictions, if that's the right term, mm. um, inform her work, which I found very, very interesting. Mm. Um, there's did, they, did they play clips in that episode? Yeah, yeah. so they play clips from, I think she did, uh, they had like a, she did like a comedy tape and then she did like, some, I think they did something from her Lady Dynamite show on Netflix, mm. which got canned after two seasons. Actually, no, I did get canned. She cancelled it because she couldn't, she was struggling to deal with her bipolar. Um, but there was a really interesting story from this um uh, from this episode specifically about her going towards uh, going to a comedy gig and then basically everything hitting her at once and then her having to deal with that and I thought the way that she spoke about it it's really interesting seeing how different she is on the screen to how she comes across in the podcast where it's very straightforward she's in a good place I mean this, this episode's 2016 so mm. I don't know what it is now but for me listening to this it was very helpful to understand like hypomania people how people deal with depression how quickly it can come on um there's certain type of ocd that uh, maria had which i didn't realize was a thing this is for me it was very informative because mm. i was like yeah. oh shit I, I thought ocd was like you just wash your hands a lot but it's like no ocd is that's the that's the Set umbrella yeah. and then yeah. everything balloons out under it um and i found that really interesting because she obviously talks about the violence the oc the ocd of violence that she she sort of i think yeah or not gained but I, I don't know how to word it but again it's one of those things that she realized quite early on and yeah. has learned to manage it um but again it doesn't do it in a way that it's super dark it handles it so well mm. and joe as a host is john john is Sorry, as a host no, his no, last no, name is mo, mo so it reminds yeah, yeah. me uh, if he was australian host, we'd call him joe, joe. joe. Yeah. Yeah. um he does an incredible job of just guiding things and telling that story. Mm. So I'm going to dive in to a couple more episodes, but I'm going to take my time with it because yeah. it's yeah. a lot. I think one thing that I love about it is that it deals with things like schizophrenia yeah. and bipolar as as well as garden variety. Yeah. <laughs> Boring old regular depression, like you know, it's 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 all parts of the spectrum, and and the fact that it's also really good, like you mentioned, the fact that they've actually got the people talking about it means they yeah. can use clips from yep. yeah. their stuff. <laughs> cool. And finding the intersection between that is also well because the Paul F. Tompkins episode was not a very heavy episode because Paul F. Tompkins hasn't had schizophrenia or bipolar, mm. those really 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 intense mental illnesses what Paul F. Tompkins spoke about was kind of the misery that he grew up in because his parents obviously were not happy together and the depression that kind of came with that in the morning period and and how he turned that into comedy and that sort of thing so that was much of a, a more lighter episode I just brought it up because it was Paul F. Tompkins and yeah. that was my first introduction to that like the question is depression funny and yes depression is funny it is because mm. If you remove the negative emotions from it, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, actually, I did watch. I did listen to another episode. It was uh, movies that got depression right. Oh yes, I love that. Great one. episode. I think because uh, it was uh, people that listened to the show were sending in their yes. recommendations as to how they wh which movies which they, movies they got it exactly. Got I thought it right. that was incredibly informative because I was like, oh, I'm going to grab this one, this one, this one. Oh yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. And that's yeah. what they do for those middling episodes. They yeah. usually get people to ring in and tell their experiences depression based on whatever the topic is. So. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Thanks, guys. I'm glad that you yeah. got into that depressive hole with me <laughs> and uh, listened to other people make fun of that shit because that's all we can do. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> also, I mean, just just quickly on it again, it's really interesting just seeing the kinds of names that are in this show as well. Yeah. Like there's It makes you feel names. so not good about it, but so like you're surrounded by friends. Yeah, yep. Everyone's I just, I in that hole with you. <laughs> it's a really friendly hole. <laughs> <laughs> I will say it's um the 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 Venn diagram of performers and people suffering from mental illness there's there's there That's is an where over-representation. the art comes from yeah. <laughs> <laughs> tortured <laughs> artist is not just a cliche for that reason okay well just to lighten things up i'm gonna go with my recommendation oh, lighten things up which was we? <laughs> no we'll keep your solace because that's going to keep things nice and lines and my recommendation was the audible exclusive no gangsters in paradise a podcast even though audible it's doesn't audible call it yeah. um about uh gangland wars in western sydney um it follows uh, basically muslim and uh middle eastern um religions cultures and gang affiliations the do's and don'ts of what happens um in gangland culture in western sydney what did you guys think so I'm four episodes in. Mm-hmm. Love it. Um, I think it's so great not only to just hear these stories to begin with, but to hear them from someone who is both a journalist and was involved in that kind of, you know, familial gang worship. You know, he was in a really bad, really violent biker gang. And to actually have somebody with journalistic sensibilities telling that story and being in that story gave it so much more depth than if either a journalist had just asked and done the interviews because um, he gets access to people like and I know that once people find out that he's a journalist they'll probably clam up a little bit more yeah. but he would also have inspired a sm- uh, an amount of trust because he is from that that they would represent it that he would represent their culture and their families correctly and he does go to great efforts to say just because people are in this family doesn't mean they're yep. necessarily you know involved in these gangland wars at all and and he's I just I really liked it's it's amazing that he has been able to bring a journalistic sensibility and personal stories to it I loved that intersection this is presented very well this is um I I spoke I spoke a couple of episodes ago about the way that Parcast kind mm. of translates TV documentary into true crime this does that to a much lesser and more acceptable degree. So, like, it is very produced. And I guess... That's really funny. I thought it was very <clears throat> underproduced at the start and then it's like they started introducing it's extra in bits and bobs. Yeah, yeah, it definitely works up into it, I think. Um, and, but I, I wanted to comment on it because I don't, I'm not against production value in true crime. I think that, that that's a very necessary part of creating a, a listenable story. Um, and yeah, his his access is very very interesting. Um, and I this is a bit dark for me. This is a bit too murdery for for me. To Just the really right enjoy. amount of murder for me. <laughs> um, and I also felt like. I just want to put it out there. I think this is presented in a very masculine way. Is that... Do you I feel that? I wondered whether that was because most of the violence is... Perpetrated Perpetrated by, by, yeah. by the men. and But most of the violence in all true crime is perpetrated by men. I was just wondering if maybe it's because it's such a masculine subject, the gang kind well, of... Well, I yeah. feel like a gang mentality does very much evoke a masculine testosterone yeah. field kind of image. Like when you think gang warfare, 
I'm sorry, but you just don't think of women. Yeah. Like, no, that's true. They yeah. might be involved or they might be on the periphery, but you don't think of like a whole gang of bikey women, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I guess that's that's not really what I mean. I was just wondering if you if you all th- also thought that the the story in the presentation was more masculine in the presentation, even more so than even other like male hosted and male centric stories, like. I don't know whether it was just. A I weird felt impression like that, that was the gang element coming yeah, in. Yeah, like, could be. I felt yeah. like I felt like having been in a gang. Like, and I feel it again. If a yeah. journalist that hadn't been in, involved in gang warfare had have presented it, it would have felt differently because he would yeah. have been coming at it from an outsider's perspective. But I think having that insider's perspective and having felt that you know testosterone fueled rage that yeah, comes yeah. with gangs, um, you know, what's the word? Perforated? No. Perpetrated? Perp- no, no, no. It, like infused. It's a P Proliferated? Word. Proliferated. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, but having that leaks into the story from his yeah. perspective. So I think he, whilst telling the story, he felt very, like, it, it felt like it was a documentary that I was watching on, yeah. like, SBS yeah. or something. Yeah. Um, and I don't mean that in a racially insensitive way because SBS just happens to actually put cultural stories on the television. That's <laughs> yes. just what As they do. As opposed to anyone else in <laughs> yeah, Australia. Exactly, uh, yeah. exactly. Um, also, the Australian accent, uh, that could be my trigger. That is kind of making me step very back a little bit. Very blokey. Very yeah. blokey. Yeah. It um, is very Western Sydney. Yes. yes. The, the content is very good, though. So, yeah, if, if, you if like you're into it. If you like true crime. If you're into it, this is a, good, this is a very good podcast. Yeah. And, from a, and from a very unique perspective yeah. that not many other podcasts would have. Yeah, just not a, just not a Zane podcast. Yeah. Nice. You know what is a Zane podcast? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Zane. The Known World Bardcast. Uh, taking the, the music and performances from the Society for Creative Anachronism, putting them in podcast form, and then subjecting my uh, fellow castologists <laughs> to listen to at least one episode of it. How did you feel? Uh, you got two episodes out of me. Oh, well done. Oh, nice. Um, look, <laughs> this isn't my thing. However, it is very well done for what it is and I'm happy that it exists because recording these kinds of performances for posterity is a good thing. It kind of felt like I was sitting in the back of my back of my dad's car when I was like 6 years old and he was making me listen to like ABC Radio National like classical uh, yeah. music. Yeah, ABC Classical. This goes of really big ABC Classical vibes. It felt ABC Classical and I was just sitting there going, you know, and it's the music comes in and then you've got, and that was so-and-so by so-and-so. Bark number five. Yes. And I just... (laughs) Mumbo mumbo number five now. Um, Concerto number mumbo. (laughs) Um, Yeah, look, and honestly, I did find myself tuning out. Yeah. Yeah. And then kind of listening to it and being like, oh, that's an interesting way to do music. And then kind of... <laughs> and, then I, and then I would rewind to be like, what was that weird shit that I just listened to that I had tuned yeah, out of yeah. the explanation mm. for? It's, if, if you love music, if you love history, um, if you have a Venn diagram intersection of the three with podcasts, then you'll like this. <laughs> yeah. Nick is, looks like he's about to explode. No, no, look... Um, yeah. <laughs> Look, okay. I, I was not expecting either no. of you to gush over this podcast, and I, I'm I'm just happy that Liz was as gentle as she was. Um, it wasn't direct, it's though. Not like shit. it's no, not. It's, it's not it's, like if something's garbage, I will just say this is shit. Super specific 
this and is niche. Very, yeah. This is probably the honestly. This is like niche. This is probably more niche. Oh, than, am I'm gonna I say? Am I putting it in? Am I putting it in? The, no, <laughs> I'm not. I, no. I, I, I don't. I don't think okay. this is. I don't think this is as niche as the Stone <laughs> Clearing <laughs> podcast. Yeah, that one. That one's pretty up there. No, because at least this ties in like historical performance and and elements of of music from days mm. gone by, rather than just. Oh, this rock needs a bit of uh, clearing. Shall we clear it? Let's clear it. Here's another rock. Shall Shall we clear this rock? Do you yeah, think? This is just so upsetting. Let's, oh, this one's stuck in there. Podcast. Let's Let's just clear this. Um, so it's weird because, like, I listened to this when I was playing um, Zelda Breath of the Wild. <laughs> Okay. And Interesting. It worked. Yeah. The soundtrack would have. It fucking worked. <laughs> I was like, if I'm not, and the thing is, I'm not listening to it, right? Yeah. But yeah. it, because of the where it's, it's coming the from, the oldie worldie, it's like, like I was like, soaring. what the fuck is this? And then I was like, I'm gonna keep this on. I think I listened to like six episodes. <laughs> Not and but like not intentionally because when I tuned in I was like oh what the fuck is this shit? yeah yeah but then when I tuned out I was like oh this is good this is great and I had it on well it would have provided um, a kick-ass soundtrack yeah. for all that yeah um, the kick-assery and so I, I did go back and listen to I think there was I think it might have been one of the episodes where they had handed over the car the hosting reins to someone else mm. and that person was so excited to do it that I was like. Oh, this is I can't like I'm not gonna throw any shit at this. This is just you can't. too good. Like there's just Yeah. Um my girlfriend had to listen to all six episodes while I was on the couch and she laughed the whole time. Um because <laughs> she was like, What the fuck are you listening to? And I was like, It's Zane. And she was just like <laughs> it's just like, oh, okay. Um but this is very niche, but the intent and some of the stuff that actually comes through is really, really sweet. It's very so good. wholesome and charming yeah. about it. Like I didn't. Let me put this out there. I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> but I didn't hate it. Yeah. And there's just something really wholesome and charming about how excited people yep. get. And I feel like like music is something that's universal, yeah. right? So it's something that everybody can get on board with. It may not be their type of music that they like, but it is something that brings people together unlike stone clearing or containers. So <laughs> I feel like this has got a lot more potential appeal um, and it's just hearing people nerd out about music. There was one that I listened to and I think it was in the choir episode where they just had lyrics that they'd found and yeah. they actually yeah. just wrote a melody to it and I was like, that's really cool, like yeah. in the style of how they would have. And that's, I think this really does capture a lot of the kind of camaraderie and yeah. community of the SCA as well, even though it's not technically associated with it and they, they make that very clear. Like the SCA definitely is kind of like like oh we i really love this so let's let's nerd out about it let's just I do it yeah, yeah. and as yeah. much as i didn't find it as enjoyable as i felt the same sort of passion mm. coming from the people involved as i did with um was it on the road over the road over the road over the road yep. like it's the it's it's a topic that i would give no shits about yeah. normally yeah. but when you can hear the passion in the people involved it's yeah and it's hard to fault like it's yeah. like sure it's not like my cup it, of tea but, but also yeah Really high quality recordings for yeah. uh, technically like live and amateur recordings, like mm. at events and things. Yeah, I think um, the guy who I'm blanking on, who when he hands over the reins, he says, if you want to do it, please make sure you have X and Y. Yeah. And I think yeah. that's a really good sort of thing. So people aren't like recording it on their, you know, laptops yes. at the yeah. back of the room. So you've got, <laughs> you know, a big cathedral reverb or whatever. Um, I think like having that sort of call to arms um, 
from that community works out very well in its favor. Um, and you, again, you can hear it in how excited these people are to discuss and, you know, go into yeah. this. It works very well if you're playing any form of fantasy game. <laughs> yeah. So However, just, yeah. if you're, you know, editing a proof at work and you're just thinking, <laughs> what the fuck is this? And then you're automatically transported to the backseat of your dad's car when he was six years old <laughs> going, Dad, come on, put B105 on. Yeah. <laughs> I want to listen to Aki Breaky High. No, no, I want to listen to, like, what was it when I was six? Oh, I don't know. I can't count back that far. I want to listen to any boy band with nice hair. Yeah. <laughs> no, I liked Kylie Minogue at six. Yes. So it was all about Kyle's. Uh-huh. First cassette tape I ever bought. First CD I ever yeah, bought. Nice. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I'm weird. <laughs> I like. Nina I like, Simone. I like. No, it, I didn't get to Nina Simone until I was much older, but I like 50s and 60s rock and roll. I, well, like that, yeah. that was that mm. was where I was at, like from seven to seven to maybe thirteen. Yeah, I actually had a really good appreciation for um a lot of Dolly Parton because oh, my mum's because yeah. my yeah. mum's partner was very into we listened we had Dolly and Kenny on every Christmas <laughs> and so like a lot of that kind of you know and yeah we did listen to a lot of fifties and sixties like leader of the pack kind of stuff yeah. so but. I felt cool when I bought Kylie as opposed to just enjoying yeah. Oh, yeah. the 50s and 60s yeah. stuff. You were, you were hip. I mean, I tried. <laughs> then I started, no, liking, then I started liking Hanson and I failed. No, Hanson's good. Backstreet Boys for the win. Mm. Tell me why. Anyway. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> oh, that does us for this week. Yep. I just want to <laughs> yeah, do I, the I'm Brooklyn like, Nine-Nine like, and tell me why. I'm just like, it's yep. bubbling, you know. Can't do it. We don't I want have it the rights. <laughs> I want it that way, guys. That's all I need yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah. Um, so should we go back and do our recommendations for next week, Zane? As in the ones that we, As recommended, the ones that we week? recommended. Yeah, sorry. I recommended uh, Once More with Dragons, which is a musical theatre themed Dungeons and Dragons podcast. I did Wild Wild Tech, which talks about technology and pop culture intersecting. What did I do? Heists. Yeah. With Michael K. Heist. Master Wade. Yeah, it's, it's heists. <laughs> it's it's pretty much about heists and uh, simple. Michael K. Heists. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Do the impression? No, it's all right. No, Michael Kay. <laughs> that was that better. Was good. Yeah. That was good. That yeah, was better. yeah. It's because I wasn't overthinking. Michael yeah. No, we fucked it. Yeah. Michael. <laughs> Michael Kane. That's again good. Yeah. That's what yeah. you just gotta I'll, kind of have a bit of a nasal yeah. tone. Little kind of push away. Oh, we yeah. really need to wrap up. Yeah, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Everyone just turned out the lights in the rest of the Yeah, I know the lights just well. went out. They're like, fucking get out of here. Guys. Um so you can contact us at that's not canon.com forward slash costology. We have a fancy form in there. You can send us in all the good details of podcasts that you recommend. We may recommend it, but we will listen. listen. Well, just I will. Well, Zane will. Definitely. I'll get to some. We as, as well. a collective <laughs> which in the form of Zane. Yes. Um Thank you, Zane. It's the um, royal way, Zane. Uh, we're on Facebook as well, <laughs> facebook.com forward slash castology. We're on Twitter. Review. Castology. Please Competition. Review we'll us. give you money. Yes. We may give you money. Yes. yes. If you if you would, send us a screenshot of mm-hmm. your five-star review and you're going to the draw to win $50 voucher to a merchant of your choice that's legal where you are and where we are mm. to put money into it. Do we know when that's been drawn? Sometime soon. Sometime soon. Excellent. I'm so excited. I'm sweating with excitement. Just felt like I needed to throw that one out there. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. Hell uh, yeah. Anyway, I'm going to sweat this one out. I'll be one of your hosts, Nick Leaker. Cross me has been. Saintsy Weather. To my left. Liz Best. Keep listening to podcast people. Bye. Hello. I hope you enjoyed slash are enjoying slash will enjoy whatever podcast I'm in right now. Once you're finished with it, why not pop on over to Broadway and Other Kiwi Dreams, a podcast exploring the lives and minds of theatre practitioners in and around the New Zealand performing arts industry. Join me, James Shearer, in a deep dive into what makes this industry tick. 
You'll hear conversations with some of the top names in the Aotearoa performing arts scene and beyond, from the up-and-coming to the big shorty street stars. So, if you're into the performing arts, come on over to Broadway and other Kiwi dreams. Because no two journeys are the same, and wherever you are in yours, I hope we can inspire you to soldier on and keep following your Kiwi dreams. Uh, that's not kind of Productions podcast. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.